Alright, welcome everyone to another another episode of uh, Wrestling Hooligans. Tonight I'm over here with Vic, and uh, we're going to be previewing uh, what the aftermath of uh, the Royal Rumble and a uh, couple matches that are already uh, reported that are going to be on uh, Super Showdown. It's Super Showdown, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Something like that. But yeah, I'm over here with Vic. Say what's up, Vic. What's up? What's up? All right. Uh, our partner in crime, Shaji, he's uh, he's probably asleep. <laughs> he's, he, he's like an old man right now. He sleeps when uh, when the uh, when it uh, when it starts getting dark outside. Yeah. Drink some. Drink some tea. <laughs> have, drink some tea. Have some melatonin. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and what's him call it? Uh, he's younger than us, and uh, what's him call it? He goes to bed earlier. Yeah. I, I I just don't get it, man. I just don't get it. Uh, what you drinking on? It's like a, a wine sangria type thing. What? You got the sangria? Yeah, like it, it just uh. Well, I ran out of whiskey in my house. <laughs> That's why. See, I knew there was a reason why you, why you were drinking sangria. <laughs> it's just wine that I put cranberry juice in it, so uh, it's, and, a, and a lemon in it. So I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so that so you, so you, it's it's your wine concoction, and you're like, oh, it's sangria because I put a fruit in it. <laughs> I don't know what you call that. That's definitely not sangria. And that's that's wine with fruit. That's what that is. We'll just call that wine cooler. <laughs> A wine cooler. I'm over here drinking uh let's see, Circle Up. It's a it's a Pilsner by uh Wicked Barley. Pretty cool. And I guess they made this drink so that uh the tailgate, the tailgaters at the Jacksonville Jaguars stadium, so they can easily shotgun this. Not really. Yeah, that's what it is. You could chug that. I guess so. They could chug it. I'm not chugging it. <laughs> it's not that type of party right now. <laughs> I got to do a podcast. I don't need to be slurring words over here. <laughs> but uh, it it says uh, the Teal Street Hooligans are famous for their pregame tailgate festivities. At Wicked Barley, we wanted to salute the group by creating an easy-drinking pilsner brewed in Duval County. Mm. Now, and then it says, let's all get ready to support the teal and gold. So circle up, sip, or shotgun responsibly. <clears throat> so I guess, it's, I guess it's made for uh, shotgun purposes, but I'm not going to shotgun this. Uh -huh. But uh, it just fit, uh, fell fitting. You know, since uh, they made this uh, beer for the Teal Street hooligans, why not have a wrestling hooligan drink it while he's doing his podcast? Yeah. Uh, where is Teal Street? Is there a, nah, is that a strange name? Nah, they call it Teal Street because uh the colors. Teal. Oh, the colors. Jacksonville colors. Yeah. Teal Street. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know if there's a Teal Street, but I'm guessing that's the name of the, the tailgating crew. Wow. So, 
Maybe if we ever get big, we'll get a beer that says the Wrestling Hooligans. Okay. You know, they... Okay. they go ahead. Pretty sure we can... Uh, I mean, we can make our own beer and then, uh, you know, uh, Jordan can put out a label or something. <laughs> Once we'll call it... Uh, all we need is probably one of those homebrew kits and then start... Uh, Start dabbling in that. I know I said I was going to start doing that, but it's just a lot of work nowadays. You know what I mean? You need a lot of time to start doing that. And what's I'm going to call it? I got a little two-year-old over here that I always got to, that wants me to play, uh, play uh, crayons and coloring and uh, play, uh, what else does she have me doing over here? Shopping cart. <laughs> yeah, I got to... Um well one of the hopefully um one of these days we'll we'll get that ring in and i'll be teaching her the sharpshooter and the figure four mm-hmm. <laughs> i already have this move right now where i do and i slap my uh my elbow and i call it and i do, and i bring it down into her stomach and i'm like it's the bionic elbow <laughs> so now she now she goes she slaps her uh slaps her elbow and goes bah, 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 you know trying to say bionic and then <laughs> and then so i'm training i'm training her early uh well i'm pretty sure uh most of these wrestlers that are had uh wrestling fathers uh you know they learned yeah i'm probably gonna have to make her a belt one of these days once she starts getting into it a little bit more, give her a uh, little. Get one of those toy belts. And yeah, you're right. I could give her one of those, but you know, when you see those um, those videos of the wrestlers, obviously you see a lot of them. They used to make their own belts, so I figured I'll do that. But yeah, you're right. It m- might be easier just to buy one off of Amazon. Uh, yeah, I put on my. Uh... The, I think me and Joven one year we had a, the tag team titles, uh, the tag title with the with the penny, the one that looked like the pennies. Uh huh. Yeah, I still have that. <laughs> I could always give her the the Intercontinental Championship that I got right there and just uh, switch it around. Well, did you buy that for uh, WrestleMania or something? Yeah, remember that was the one that I had with uh, with uh, the Macho Man. When I did the Macho Man outfit, I had him with uh, the Intercontinental belt. I still have it upstairs, so maybe I could bust that out for her. Are you gonna? Well, I thought you brought. A... Did you bring it out for Rick Rude? Yeah, I brought it out for Rick Rude too. Uh, yep. So it's been used before, and then also I brought it out when I used to wrestle with my nephews. I used to bring out the the championship belt. <laughs> <laughs> and then we used to, uh, I had uh, the Luchador mask. I had the, I had the two Ray Mysterio uh, mask, and I had the New York Giants Luchador mask. So we used to all three of us put on, um, put on the Luchador mask, and then um, I would bring out the Intercontinental belt, and then I'll be like, "Oh, I'm we're fighting for the championship." <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll be like in full Vince mode. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I was surprised about that company, man, because their stock has dropped from ninety dollars two months ago. Now it's down to forty. I remember you telling us earlier that you know you were like, man, you guys should have bought in uh, the WWE stock, and I used to always like, man, I should have done it. And then what you're just saying, I mean, just this past uh, this past week, it went down as low as I think like forty five dollars. Yeah. And I don't. Well, that's. after they had got rid of those two um, executives. Yeah. And that's just the market seeing that, you know, it's probably uh, not as strong as it used to be. And then obviously they didn't have a replacement, any replacements in place. They just said that they were going to go with uh, whatever group of executives that they already have in place. Yeah. So. Because, uh, uh, it looks like, um, I don't know, I sent you the article that I, uh, Amazon is looking into buying the network. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of different rumors going out right now with uh, the WWE. That, that one that you sent me earlier and we posted on the Wrestling Hooligans uh, uh, Facebook page, which 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 had uh, Bezos, the Amazon CEO, thinking about uh, the streaming services. I heard somewhere else that uh, WWE is thinking about uh, also. Um, there was another rumor, I think. I think it was off of uh, Dave Metzler, the Observer, and they were saying that he's shopping the streaming services and the content for uh, for WrestleMania to to Fox and uh, ESPN. So it looks like for some of the uh, WWE network, it's not going to be as uh, exclusive, you know. So you'll have WrestleMania potentially on Fox for free, and then. Um, for the top uh, pay-per-views would be on ESPN, supposedly. Wow, so that would, uh, so there would be no network at all then? Yeah, essentially, yeah. That's what it's looking like. Unless it's like something Amazon adds on, let's say you don't have pay an extra $5 to get the network or something. Yeah, so I think uh, part of it, and I think they, they explained this in their, uh, their quarterly meetings that they're trying to see that there's a lot of uh, services that want their content. And Uh so right now they're trying to see how they're going to finagle it because it looks like uh, these other networks are willing to pay for it. They might as well get that revenue from there. Uh So we'll see. Hopefully, I mean, that means, well, what that means to me is that, uh, That uh, I'm glad I got J&B so I could watch all the <laughs> the pay-per-views because if they're gonna have it on ESPN, most likely it's gonna be an ESPN Plus, which is a paid yeah. which is a paid service. So you have to get ESPN Plus to watch that. <clears throat> is ESPN Plus what uh, the Disney uh, package comes with? Or no, uh, I think they have I think they have this uh, package where it's Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN, I believe. But yeah, that's the dollar one. Yeah. Uh, so they they they're gonna do that. I mean, who knows? Maybe, uh, we're probably gonna have to end up doing that if they if they do that because obviously that's still revenue in there. But from supposedly what I heard is that even the the subscriptions to uh, the WWE Network have have gone down. I think uh, back in 2015 they said there was like. Uh, 
1.5 million people subscribed or something like uh-huh. that. And right as of right now, as of quarter three or four, they were down to like 1.4. So they saw a slight decrease. Uh, that's, that's pretty hard to believe uh, after they opened up with China and India and all that I thought they would have uh, way more yeah yeah, I thought so too but who knows I mean the, his best bet would be work with uh, Amazon yeah but Amazon it, you know it, the only problem with Amazon is then people have to go over there to Amazon Prime and then People will have to pay for that just to get contact for that. It'll be it's just a lot more difficult, I think. And then like you know, Amazon they tried to do the Thursday night football. And I don't know how I don't I don't know their numbers for that, but I don't believe that they had big numbers for that because yeah, they had they were doing the Thursday night football, but you could actually just see it on your regular provider if you didn't have it. You know, if it was exclusively where you only could watch it on Amazon, that'll be a different story. You know. But if you have, but if you have cable, most of the time you'll probably have the NFL Network, which plays the Thursday night games. So they probably don't have as much uh, people going to watch that. And then their original series, there's not really that many original series that are on Amazon that people go run to to watch. They have that one Amazon series, I think, of that that show with the, the I don't know the the weird name, the English lady name. The one that won up, yeah, this one that won a lot of uh, the Oscars, I think, last year. I oh, can't the Marvelous. Yes, the Marvelous, whatever. That's like the only show that in, uh, I mean, if people are actually watching Jack, what is it, Jack Ryan? I see that, man. I, I, I saw the first episode. I had to watch the whole thing one day. Oh, for real? Was that good? Yeah, is that good? I was surprised because that, that guy usually does like comedy roles, but. He's really good in that role. First two seasons. Um, yeah, I think the second season came out last month. I had to watch the whole thing in the next two days. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, the Boys. The Boys is really good, too. The Boys? Yeah. Okay. All right. So so they might have a little something. So they could be I in the... Jeff uh, Bezos wants uh, to make something uh, for Amazon that's just, uh, like Game of Thrones. Like... He, he doesn't care about the money because, you know, he's the richest man in the world, so why would he care about the money? Well, he really doesn't. I mean, he just he's probably just wants as much content as possible on it. And then just like you said, and then just wait for that one big hit show that eventually they could get, just like all these other networks have, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, like Whole Foods, he bought it, and... uh uh, he wasn't doing good, so what he did was he just um, lowered the price of everything for half the half of what it's worth. Oh yeah, that's that's how that's how Amazon runs their business. I was watching uh, the Hassan uh, on Netflix, and he had the episode on Amazon, and they that's what they essentially you know that's how they did, and that's how they run their whole thing. I mean, they get uh, <clears throat> they put whatever whatever product that is hot, they'll. You could mm-hmm. look for it at half the price, and pretty much uh, he loses money. But in the in return, event, eventually that uh, that supplier they can't run their business anymore, <laughs> and eventually yeah. Amazon takes over. I mean, they were explain he was explaining um, how 
diapers.com was running like you know that where people used to go to buy their diapers and essentially you could buy diapers on uh, Amazon for like half the price that essentially he was able to buy them out afterwards because they weren't making money and he was bleeding money but eventually it worked out in his favor Diaper Yes. Yes. Is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I yeah, I got uh I was in um I was in school one day and obviously I had parents over there and they're like, Oh, you need to go on Amazon and buy the diapers and I'm like, For real? And then I went and looked and I was like, Yep, it's much like if you were to buy like the Pampers thirty six pack, I think it's five dollars less on Amazon or something like that. But see, the, uh, for my kids, I, I always go to Walmart, right? So yeah. I don't know if we keep it on down on Amazon.com. Uh, I don't know if they sell the Walmart brand, but I know they sell diapers and it's uber cheap. And, you know, they deliver it to your house, which is awesome. So, right. <laughs> you know, it's part of that well, prime special. If you're well, Walmart's uh, competition for that is uh, you buy $50 worth of stuff and they deliver free to your house. So. Yeah. Because that. Uh, you give a formula and a box of uh, diapers. Yeah, that's free. That's fifty dollars check into that then i know i've been meaning to watch uh jack ryan i definitely want to watch that i just uh been waiting to see how long you know for me i just can't watch a new show when it first comes out because i don't know if they're gonna continue it so i rather i rather watch uh wait until it's already like three seasons in and then i know that it's a good show and they're keeping it and then i'll start watching it Jack Ryan, what I like is uh, they, uh, you know how uh, they, uh, it's basically, you know, uh, American has terrorists. You know, and mostly these terrorists have, like, in these movies, they don't have no identity. They just have no background. But Jack Ryan actually shows you the journey, why they became a terrorist and stuff like that. So it's like uh, there's a reason why they're, they're a bad guy. Mm-hmm. They go in depth. That like uh, character development. That dude is actually at. Uh, he was at the UFC main uh, main event today. Who Jack Ryan? Yeah. Uh, I forgot his name. Yeah, uh, I forgot his name. Yeah, but he's the guy from the office. But yeah, the first one uh, take first season takes place in in uh, the Middle East. The second one takes place in Venezuela. Second season. Oh, I gotta watch it then. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Well, watching uh, for a week. I mean, you probably. Uh, I don't know what your time is like, but if you have a time on the weekend, you probably binge watch the whole one season a week. How many um, episodes are per season? I think eight. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, big week for WWE with uh, the two executives uh, going down and the stock prices going down, and now so much. Uh, involved with the like their streaming service and content that they have and 
you know, supposedly they said in the next month or two, by quarter, uh, the end of quarter one in the, the beginning of the year, they should already uh, have already completed that deal for their streaming options. Oh, so you saw it in, uh, like, uh, in, um, like, print? That is, that's what they're going to do? Well, <clears throat> Vince was on, uh, I heard a clip it's of Vince, Vince's uh, talk to the, to the stockholders. Oh, okay. Yeah, I read an article and they and that's what they were doing. They're saying that uh, they they don't have they're working with other options right now and hopefully by the end of quarter one they should already uh, that should be already done. So pretty soon, I mean, we'll probably find out whether or not we're going to be uh, still using the WWE network or will we going to another channel or streaming option. So hey, if it's not then. If it's not a WWE Network, that saves me uh, $11. Yeah. But that's uh, kind of good. Cool to have all, all the pay-per-views and all the stupid shit, in, you know, in the finger, at your fingertips. Well, that's why it makes it probably makes sense for him more to go to Amazon then. Yeah. Because Amazon, they have that already in place. I mean, if you're going to put it on... Uh, ESPN three. I don't think I don't know how the ESPN Plus app works. I don't know if uh, they have the library like that. I would have to go check and see if they do the same thing for the UFC. Yeah, because uh, I guess like uh, if it goes on Amazon, it's gonna be like how Amazon has an option of stars and and uh, HBO and all that other stuff. You could uh, pay that three dollars and get it. That would make sense. Yeah, that would make sense. We'll see. I guess we'll find out in a few months. Probably right before uh, WrestleMania time. Oh, it's going to be that soon? Wow. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's going to be whether or not uh, WrestleMania is going to be free for people on Fox. If that's the case, then they'll probably have the streaming options already in place to where they want to go. Some, uh, you want to watch the rest of the content. Mm. You know? I think that's that's the end of quarter one. I, I don't. So. Quarter one. Yeah, uh, March. Yeah, end of March. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then uh, I don't know. I mean, then I guess the they would consider the network. I mean, it's it's not a failure. It's it's they made money and. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean. They got all the content. They made a library. They made the original content, so it's not a failure. But it's a, it's a, I guess, an experiment they tried. They just well, supposedly for they just feel that they could still make as much revenue from there. You know, I mean, it's, it'll probably be just like what you said—a subscription option on uh, either Amazon or ESPN. You know, they have all that content in the libraries and all the. You should be able to still watch all that. I mean, it's not a failure, but it does suck that they don't have, they can't just have their own, you know, and they got, but it's just Vince trying to make more money. I mean, so I don't look at it as a bad way. Yeah, I guess then uh, there'll be one less icon for the place. <laughs> one more less thing that he has to really uh, worry about. I mean, he's so worried about the streaming option, but it's probably not going to be as, uh, as stressful as, you know, on your own network and all that. Yeah, because I, I don't think they started making, besides the 24-7, like the 24-hour thing, 
Yeah. I don't think they make any new shows like that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, twenty-four hour thing is just you know, uh, them following somebody around with a camera. I mean, it's nothing new. Yeah, exactly. So I guess enough enough of the the business hoopla. Let's get into uh, the aftermath of the Royal Rumble. Uh, we had uh, Edge go on Raw, and uh, I was looking forward to that uh, that Monday Night Raw. But obviously, he was the closing segment, which was like you know, <clears throat> I guess. At the same time, I was like, "Damn, when when is he when is he coming on? When is he coming on?" And then he closed out the show with uh, they closed out the show with Edge, and then we had the whole uh, incident with uh, Randy Orton, and that was an awesome segment over there with the chair shots. And you think, but like I don't know if anyone was really surprised what uh, Randy Orton did. I mean, I didn't think. I thought as soon as he came out that he was going to do the same thing. What, what were your uh-huh. thoughts? I mean, uh, I, I'm pretty sure he was, uh, you know, uh, because why would they end the show with the, them hugging and kissing each other? It would be, be dumb. There had to be some kind of conflict, and he knew that there was a gun. Edge is going to need a feud to go into WrestleMania, so. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Randy, you know, Edge is, uh, I don't know if you read his contract, he's, he's uh, going to be around for three years, so. Yeah, he, yeah, I read that as well. I mean, and then at the same time, I was just like, you know, I was listening to a couple podcasts and other people, they were pretty surprised with that. And I'm just like, how can you be surprised with that? It's not like they had a real good ending on uh, at the Royal Rumble. You think he's just going to forgive uh, <laughs> Edge for <laughs> ruining his shot in the Rumble? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it, I definitely enjoyed it, though. I definitely enjoyed it. You had uh, Randy Orton play off with the whole, like, uh, you know, when he was going to, he put his head into the chair and he was going to jump off onto it. And then he stopped. I liked that part of it, you know, because it looked like he was like, I don't want to, I don't want to extremely hurt you because I could really mess you up right now. So then he ended up not doing that. I I really enjoyed that part of it. Yeah, he was uh, doubting not doubting, but he was uh, second guessing if she's dude or not. Yeah, I definitely like that part of it. Yeah. So uh, what else? So yeah, we came out of we came out of that. So obviously, we're probably looking at uh, Edge and Randy at WrestleMania. I don't think they're gonna rush it and bring it to uh, Super Showdown. They're probably gonna extend that as long as they can. You know, mm-hmm. maybe after. Super Showdown, he'll come back to uh, to Raw maybe a, a few weeks before WrestleMania and then challenge him that way, I think. Yeah. Uh, that's a built feud right there. And then, you know, when they go their separate ways after that. Yeah, there was, uh, there was rumors on, uh, on going out that uh, essentially what's going to happen is he'll probably come after the Super Showdown and then Randy Orton will probably, uh, Edge will probably challenge him and then Randy Orton might say, you know, it might be a stipulation in the match and he only do the match if there's chairs 
but that's just rumors. But that would be interesting, though, you know, because then you have the clips from with him downing himself with the chair to now being able to use the chair. Hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, at least they kept it real. Like, Beth Phoenix on uh, NXT was like, you know, uh, uh, made a comment about it. And then, like, you know, she in the beginning, of, before the show started, she was talking about it, so... It seemed like it was a real injury, but it was like kind of weird. Like I, that was like a long ass time. None of these people came out to help. <laughs> yeah, that was. I definitely agree with you. I mean, you have a returning superstar after nine years. I mean, if they really wanted to play it right, yes, he could have RKO'd him and then hit him with a chair. Someone came out, and then Randy could have went against someone at Super Showdown, and then at the end of that, you had Edge come back. I mean that would be I, that would have been perfect right there. No, I mean he could have had somebody come to hit the ring while while Edge was down and uh, like let's somebody like Zack Ryder or Randy just RKO's him immediately and then the other guy RKO RKO's him. Yeah. Then you know they go then he goes back to work on Edge. Yeah, it was it was kind of weird that no one came out <laughs> to help Edge. <laughs> That is crazy. All right. And then we had, um, I mean, that Monday Night Raw, I mean, do you, I'm trying to think right now, anything else big that we uh, came from there? Oh, we had Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre yeah. immediately uh, the, in the beginning of Raw, he came out and he pretty much essentially said who he was going to face uh, go after, which was Brock Lesnar. And now we have Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre automatically in set for uh, WrestleMania. And I can't wait. I, I think it's going to be awesome. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a good match. And, uh, I mean, uh, somebody actually bigger than Brock. Uh, I think the only other person he's ever fought is kind of bigger than him is uh, Braun. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and don't forget uh, Keith Lee, Keith Lee, Keith Lee. Is he really bigger than Brock, though? No, but you know he's wider. He's just, just as wide as Brock, though. You know, he's then he. I think Brock is taller than him, but he's just as wide, though. So, I was just mentioning Keith Lee because uh, that one night that we were doing uh, the podcast, trying to do it for video during the Royal Rumble, all you heard uh, Shaji. Uh, uh, talk about was Keith Lee this and Keith Lee that and Keith Lee this. He <laughs> he does he definitely has a love affair for Keith Lee. Yeah. That's why he doesn't like uh, Mia Yim. How does he not like Mia Yim? <laughs> I don't like Mia Yim because she she got all that Keith Lee to herself. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, going back to uh, the whole Brock and Drew, I definitely liked his promo for that. You know, uh, definitely like the promo on how he mentioned that, you know, he was in the Royal Rumble and he, he came in there and he saw Brock and immediately what he thought was like, I could Claymore do this guy over uh, over the top. And he did just that. So it was pretty awesome. I mean, he's definitely um, he's definitely had some. Uh, some machismo now. He's definitely got some swagger about him. I I think the only thing that I don't like, and I noticed it also this week, he does this thing where he's constantly bending down. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that. Uh, no, not really. 
Yeah, he he does this thing where he's constantly like squatting, and I'm just like, bro, you're like almost seven foot tall. You need to be doing that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I'm excited for that match. I mean, it's definitely gonna be good. Um, definitely excited to see uh how this happens, and then um, what's we'll call it, and then after that we had uh Charlotte Flair come out. And she had the whole ploy on like she didn't know who she was gonna uh she was gonna ask for and that she uh pretty much wasn't gonna tell us anything at that time, which was annoying, but totally heel like. <laughs> but I mean you know she I mean even though they need an answer, she's eventually gonna face Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, essentially that was a good thing that happened in uh on this Monday, obviously, you know, you had that. Uh, you had me, uh, Charlotte Fair come out again and then said that she's already beaten uh, Bailey and she's already been uh, uh, this champion before. So essentially, it, w- it was nice to see Rhea Ripley come out on uh, this Monday night and just like come out of nowhere. That was definitely uh, surprising to see, you know? So. Yeah. And then we also, what came up? Oh, we know uh, one of the the matchups on Super Showdown. Uh, is that Brock and um, the Ricochet? Yes. What were your thoughts on that? Ricochet winning that match? Uh, I mean, did nobody want to see Brock and, uh, I mean, every, nobody wanted to see Brock and Seth, but then uh, everybody wanted to see Brock and uh, Bobby Lashley. That's what, I mean, I've been wanting that match for a while. You've been wanting that. Everyone else has been wanting that. Uh, even Bobby Lashley himself said that the only reason that he came to WWE so that he could have, have a match with uh, with uh, Brock Lesnar. And he pretty much essentially said, I'll play the part. I'll do whatever they want me to do. I'll do this whole segment with uh, Rusev, but uh, eventually... They're going to meet each other. I don't know when, but I thought about that, too. I was like, man, that would be awesome to see. Yeah. Because uh, he don't look like no Cain Velasquez. He, he is. <laughs> he was a It's unbelievable that he could uh, dominate him. But we'll see. It's just crazy to see how, how the WWE has not even tried to do that. I mean, there's so much that you could talk about. You could talk about them both leaving, trying, uh, stepping foot in an MMA cage. One being obviously more successful than the other, but that's also due to the fact that um, Brock, he essentially was like, look, I'm going to UFC. I'm going to go for the top talent. Well, I think uh, Bobby was more like, hey, I'm going to go into the MMA. I'm a dabble, you know. But then Brock, but Brock also had the wrestling background, so it was it was a lot more easier for him to do that. But uh, than Bobby, I think you know what I mean. I thought Bobby had a wrestling background too. Yeah, but he wasn't. But he wasn't an NCAA champion like uh, Brock. I don't think. Okay. You know, Brock Brock was winning NCAA uh, titles, Division One. Yeah. <clears throat> Bobby, I wouldn't be surprised if he was. Uh, uh, was a wrestler either, but at the same time, it was, it, if you have uh, been training your whole high school and college career in wrestling, 
you could easily make a, a transition into the uh, MMA easy, you know? Yeah. So, <clears throat> so, um, I'm, yeah. So that, uh, that was a four way, right? Three way. Three way. And, uh, Ricochet came out on top. And then the surprise of the night was seeing actually, uh, uh, Brock Lesnar show up in oh, U- yeah. in Utah of all places. Is Utah or Iowa? No, yeah, yeah Utah, right? Mm-hmm. They were talking about how Utah had all this snow, but yo, the fans came out, bro. Yeah. That place was packed. And again, they, uh, I'm pretty sure there's nothing else to do over there. <laughs> Um, they probably were, you know, those people are already got good cars to that could run in the snow. Yeah, it was just crazy because they had, uh, they were just saying that they, uh, they made it a, uh, a statewide emergency in, uh-huh. uh, for, for Salt Lake and they told people not to be on the roads, but then everyone was, uh, going to, uh, <laughs> to watch WWE. Yeah, I mean, well, if you, I'd rather be there than stay at home. Yeah, but I'd be more worried about driving in it, you know? Well, if, then again, I mean, if I had my kids with me, that's a different story. If it's just me and the boys, whatever, whatever, fuck it. <laughs> nah, I definitely agree. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I mean, go ahead. You got a few beers, uh, you know, see, see if we can get there on time or not. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't talk about the title change that we saw uh, the uh, last Friday. It was, oh, um, IC Championship. Yes. IC Championship. We had uh, Bra- uh, Braun Strowman get his first singles titles match. Uh, well, singles title. Yeah, it's kind of hard to believe is, you know, his first. And that's going back to what we were just talking about, how they're misusing all this talent, you know? Because you haven't made the, the dream match with uh, Bobby Lashley and, uh, and Brock. Braun Strowman has been in all these big matches, and this is his first singles title, you know? And you really can't count the, the tag title that he had with uh, the eight-year-old because he uh, essentially gave, gave them up the night after WrestleMania. Yeah. And then he had the the titles with uh with Seth, correct? Yeah. And then essentially they just quickly used lose that as well. So it's just been it's just been weird, you know, how they use some of the some of their talent. And that's just going back to what we were talking about before. I mean we were talking about how off the air with uh, how WWE is misusing talent and the reasons why some of the executives went down with trying to keep talent, and then it's just weird, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Vince wants to like all these people with these positions, but in the end, uh, he doesn't want them uh, like uh, going against him. Well, he's not trying to use the talent the way that they should be. I mean, essentially, you have uh, like let's 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 you know let's talk about the revival case. I mean the revival obviously real good top tag team, good on the mic. They have a good look. You know, they should be in the same sphere as uh the New Day and the Usos. Uh 
But at the same time, they're in all a lot many times these squash matches, you know, where they get just get beaten left and right. And then essentially they're like the company's trying to keep them from uh, getting out of their contract, offering them like a half a million dollars for five years. And then we just recently, supposedly they, they raised the money up to 700, 700 K. And then it's like, for what? I mean, like, so I could be a, a, a squash match, uh, tag team. Yeah. What is the point of that? I mean, let me, I guess, like, uh, like I was listening to Arn Anderson's podcast on the day, and then somebody had, like, they were doing, you know, the Ask Arn Anything, and one of the people said, you know, there's a lot of talent WWE doesn't use. And, uh, like, what is the point of them having uh, this talent that, uh, you know, can't go anywhere? And basically, he said that that's it. They don't want them going anywhere and showing their talent somewhere else. And by the time they get out of that contract, they'll be too old. And that's crazy. I mean, we were talking off air about the whole uh, EC3 post that you posted on the Wrestling Hooligans face, uh, Facebook page with EC3 talking with uh, talking with uh, Chris Jericho and saying that there's big things in the future in store for EC3. I mean, EC3 has the look. He has the mic skills. You know, he knows how he he knows how to wrestle. I mean, he might not be uh, a Bret Hart in the ring. Or Chris Jericho, but you definitely see him put on good matches in TNA, you know. And yeah. to have him in the back, in the back, and we haven't seen him since when? I, I can't remember the last time I seen an EC3. Uh, yeah. He was on NXT. Remember he he um, was the wasn't he the one of the first uh, um, the North American champions? Um, uh, no, he was in he the ma- he was in the match for that, I believe. Okay, maybe. Well, he was whatever. He was in uh, at least uh, NXT for a while, at least a good year. And then he got moved to uh, SmackDown and then disappeared. But if anything, if you don't know what to do with him, move him back to NXT. Exactly. But I think, uh, I I don't know. That's been one of the the most baffling uh, situations with EC3. I mean, there's been rumors saying that he suffers from concussions, and that's been some of the reasons. But, like, I don't believe that. I just don't think that. I don't know. Either he rubs someone the wrong way backstage. Maybe he comes. I don't know his personality or anything. But maybe you know. Maybe he just rubbed Vince or Triple H the wrong way because to not be using EC3 and you know and just put him in squash matches is just like ridiculous. Squash matches like every six months. It's ridiculous. I mean, I I'm I'm baffled on the whole EC3. Yeah, I mean, even like uh, uh, I remember reading something about JTG uh, after um, the other guy uh, got released, he was still there for two years, and he, he said he just used to just uh, uh, come to the building and just disappear for a while. He disappeared to the end of the show, and that was it. As long as he got his check, he was fine. That is crazy, and that was another reason where. Um, we were talking off air with the whole executives. They were mad at uh, how Vince uses money for these wrestlers, essentially paying them money and not really using their talents in a sense, you know, just trying to make sure they don't get out of contract. I mean, I mean, just think about the whole revival thing. They were supposed to be already out of their contract, but they extended it six months because they're, they're like, oh, well, you, you were injured for six months. We're going to count that time against you. 
So essentially, yeah. you're going to pay someone six more months for what, you know? Yeah. When essentially, you could already not pay them. And since you were not going to use them and you were just going to use them as a joke, I mean, why even use them? And then you had, uh, oh, we had an Eric Young sighting this week. Yeah. We talked about that. Eric Young, and, and he's another one. I mean, it was so big out uh, in the indie. Well, not you can't even say the indies in um, in at TNA when he won the championship. I mean, it was such a big moment, and I I thought, oh man, this guy's hit it big finally. And then when he came to WWE, and then he had Sanity, and you're like, oh man, this is gonna be awesome for him. And then essentially they break up Sanity. <laughs> And they didn't know what to do with him afterwards. Pretty much, uh, usually when they break up a team, usually the team, uh, the leader is the one that uh, outlasts everybody. But in this case, it's Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross and uh, Killian Dane, because they're still using him. Yeah, they use him, but he's like more of a, a jobber. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I think they're going to... Uh, I think that, you know, if he went down back down to NXT... Obviously, I believe it's because Triple H sees something in him and says, look, you know, the, you know, and this that's how NXT is. Sometimes you could be a jobber for a while, but then all yeah. of a sudden, Triple H already, you know, he has you on there for a reason. He's going to push you guys. He's going to push all those guys. There's no one on NXT right now that I feel that be like, oh, while I'm on NXT, I'm not going to go anywhere. You know what well, I mean? You could probably see that whole... That whole roster, and you could see something uh, that they could do with that with that particular wrestler. You could see that um, Triple H has already have some some plan in store for you. You know that's why that's why you had uh, Brizongo and uh, go back down to NXT <laughs> because he saw, he saw something that he could use with them. Even though the, they were they were a cheap gimmick, it, it was something that he could say, hey. They're not doing anything up there with you. They're not taking you seriously. You come back over down here, you know? Yeah, I mean, pretty much uh, those two, uh, I mean, uh, I guess they, they just kind of Cesaro and, uh, you know, just, like, put people over or, I mean, they're both good in the ring, so it's just, uh, I guess, uh, training or, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, what do you think of, like, with Cesaro, he's a good wrestler and... He just loses every week. You know, he looks the part. He's not like, and I guess he's happy doing that too. So he just, you know. I guess so, but at the same time, I mean, he he's a little bit more deserving in of what he does. I mean, obviously, he puts on great matches when when you want him to. I mean, he goes out there. He he looks credible. He he has the look, but at the same time, it's something that Vince doesn't see something in him. I don't think he could see him holding the title, and it's a shame when you have other wrestlers on there. I mean, they just uh, recently, someone asked Sheamus, he was like, hey, what do you think of what they're doing with Cesaro? And he was like, Cesaro should have been a champion two years ago. <laughs> That's essentially what Sheamus said. He's like, it's a damn shame that he's not, he has never been champion. <laughs> like, uh, even I remember Stone Cold uh, uh, on, uh, I think it was first podcast with uh, Vince McMahon, yeah, so what were you doing with Cesaro? <laughs> yeah, it was a, pretty much. I mean, everybody sees it as Cesaro, and then they don't do nothing with 
Yeah, and everyone thought that it was going to be something different on Monday Night Raw since uh, back in the day, about a couple, few years ago, I believe Paul Heyman saw something in him and was going to use him and then essentially just like backed off on him. Yeah. You know, so you would think that it would be different, but, you know, he's on SmackDown now, though. But uh, then again, uh, like, I, I've always heard, like, Bush Richard say that if they don't like you, they won't put you on TV. So, they do like Cesaro. It's just like he puts out good matches. It's just his role there is just to just put, put all the people over. Yeah. It's sad. He, Cesaro is essentially, uh, he's fallen into Vince's eyes as uh, Tito Santana did. You know, essentially, you you have you put on awesome matches, you have the crowd with you, you have the look, but uh, we're not gonna make you champion. You're gonna go out there and pl- you're gonna play that this mid card role, and you're gonna do what you're gonna do. Essentially, yeah. that, as long as his money goes up every year, that's all he cares about. Exactly. And yeah. I, if I, you told me if I go to TNA and make five hundred thousand. And become world champion, or stay in WWE, make uh, way more money, and be a jobber. I'll be the jobber. <laughs> Yo, I, so funny thing. I was uh, who was I speaking this to? Oh, I was talking to Jen uh, to to Jen about this earlier today. I was explaining the whole scenario with uh, Amazon, and then uh, the executives on how they got mad with him doing all this, and then. Jen said the exact same thing. She's like, what? So essentially, they're paying this, these guys nothing? So then I went on to EC3, and I said, yeah, I haven't seen EC3 in months, and he has the look, he has the promos, and she's like, why aren't they using him? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, they so he probably rubbed someone the wrong way, or or they, they don't like him. And I was like, but he's getting paid backstage. He's there every <laughs> week. Probably backstage yeah. waiting for them to call his name. And she was like, you know what? I wouldn't be mad at that. <laughs> she essentially said that. She's like, well, you know, he's not really wrestling. I mean, he's getting paid and he's not doing that. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> but then I was like, but then I told to her, I was like, look, yeah, that that's cool and all. But at the same time, if you, like anyone that, any uh, person that's a wrestler, they envision themselves at one point of being a champion. You know, I mean, okay. yeah, I mean, depending on where you're at, I mean, if you're if you're a wrestler, right, and you know you're a talented wrestler and you have all the skills, right, and they're not using you, at the same time, you still wish that you would be in the, the main event. You know, you know what I mean? You wish that you would make more money. And I was explaining that to her too. At the same time, I mean. Yeah, he he's got decent money coming in, but you could even get even more money if you were on television with, uh, with merchandise and being on. Uh, if you're a- actually put on the show, you actually get uh, ticket sale money. So he's not making as much as he he should be, you know. Yeah. And he. he so. Yeah, I mean, people probably looking at Ricochet like um, him coming out with all his shirts and stuff. Or like who else wears a new shirt every week? Uh, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins wears a new shirt almost like every week now. Yeah. You know, so you know he's making or or they're looking at Bray. You know, Bray's got his whole merchandise on there. You could buy his puppets. 
You could buy a seven thousand uh, dollar title if you wanted. You could buy uh, his little uh, what are those little dolls now? Those little pop dolls. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I mean uh, pretty much. Uh, I I guess if there's no wear and tear on your body. Just come to raw, just hang out. Well, yeah. Just out, hang out. What? And I also told her about, uh, I was talking about that. I was like, essentially he hasn't done anything. He hasn't been really putting his body into play. So if he ever does get outside that contract, I mean, he'll be in perfect shape, ready to go if he goes to AEW. Uh-uh. You know, I mean, he had nowhere in terror recently. I mean, he had that concussion at one time. But other than that, I mean, you know, he's still in good shape. I mean, when you see him, when you actually see him every six months, he's still in great shape. So, you know, he's taking care of his body. Yeah. Like, uh, I listened to Owen Anderson's podcast, and he was telling, uh, um, back in, like, back in the days, in the 80s, uh, uh, do you remember when the Brain Busters were in WWE? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they put the tag titles on them. They beat the Our Foundation, put the tag titles on them. And then, uh, pretty much, uh, uh, him and Natoli realized that, uh, you know, they, they've been, like, shorted throughout the year, about $50,000, and they went and asked Vince about it. And then Vince said, he'll look into it, and this, then they, uh, you know, gave him three weeks, and he looked into it, and he said, yeah, it looks like you're, uh, you're, uh, short $50,000, but, uh, you know what I'll do is I'll make it up to you, uh, I'll give it to you down the road. And they said, uh, they want it now. And uh, he said he can't do that. Then then they told him, you know, we'll give you a three-month notice. Uh, we're leaving. We're going back to WCW. And then uh, he he said that he's not gonna he's not gonna do them, but you can have your releases in three months. And what he did was uh, he uh, basically paid them more than fifty thousand dollars before they left. Hmm. Basically. He had the money, but he just didn't want to give it to them when they asked. So he's pretty, pretty, pretty much saying, you know, Vince, uh, Vince does the things a different way than everybody else. He said, hey, you know, if you just, if they just paid him, Vince paid them the fifty thousand dollars right there. He could have been solved and squashed, and they would have stayed, like probably not even going back to WWE, like in the next uh, few years or so. But since he didn't. They went back in three months, and then Vince ended up paying them more than $50,000, but he, he just wanted to give them the money on his terms, not their terms. That's crazy the way that he runs runs that, man, especially now with the whole competition. He knows that so many wrestlers, they want to go out of their contract, and they see that they could uh, become big on the indie scene. I mean, you saw what John Moxley did in that, in that uh, short period of time that he was away. He was able to go do whatever he wanted. He went to New Japan. He he was in <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom. He was, he, I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, it's not all WWE now. You know, I mean, if you, especially if they put you on on television. I mean, look what um, Austin's Austin uh, Aries did. As soon as he get off, he he was able to go to like three or four different uh. Places at a time, you know, or you see how um, some of these wrestlers like 
Pentagon Jr. and the Lucha Bros. I mean, yeah, they're on AEW, but they also do other shows in between that and make money that way as well, you know? Yeah, like, uh, like uh, other people would do that. Like Cody, Cody did that. Yep. And then uh, what was the other one? Well, actually, Drew McIntyre, when he, before, first time he left. Yeah, Drew McIntyre did. <laughs> came back, and now... It took a while after he came back, but he's on top now. Yeah, but he left in good terms, though. Yeah, his contract ran out, and he just like didn't renew. But. Yeah, his it, they and essentially they told him that they they essentially said, you know, you could leave now. You need to go redefine yourself, essentially, and he did. Yeah. With these other guys, they're not gonna. <laughs> it's gonna be a little bit harder for them to get back if they don't redefine themselves to the point where Vince wants them back. You know, like. Uh, uh, Luke Harper, who else? Uh, the Revival. But, you know, these guys, they don't really care about that. They just want to be in the business and have, you know, pe- actually wrestle on television, you know? Or some mean- like, or meaningful some matches. People, some people like, uh, you know, John Cena has the drive to make millions and millions and millions. Some, some of these guys, maybe they make a million or two, and then they're, they're good. They're set for life. They don't care. Like Dean Ambrose, he doesn't really care about the money anymore. He nah, just, he doesn't. He just wants to wrestle once or twice a week, and he's happy. Once or twice a week, he wants to... His legacy is more now. He doesn't want to be looked at as one person that, that, you know, just run ragged in the WWE. He wants to, you know, call his shots, do, do his matches, not give his ideas, and not, you know, have to follow... Bit by bit, everything. But we could talk here all day about that. You know what I mean? <laughs> the way the way certain things are. But you know, at the end of the time, I mean, like it's still working for uh, for Vince. He still makes his money. You know what I mean? Well, the thing is, I I think with certain people, certain wrestlers, he sees something in, and certain people, he don't. Like <clears throat> even uh, like look at AEW. Look at the, look at the chairman. Where the fuck is he? We thought he was gonna be a big shit in uh, in uh, AEW. He even got a manager. Uh, I don't even know what they get paid, but it's like ridiculous that yeah. <coughs> uh, well, he was a jobber in WWE for like 15 years and or 10 years, or however long he was there. And then we thought he was gonna be like a main uh, big heel in uh, AEW, but he's just uh, he's just uh, you know the dark man. I mean, if we even talk about AEW, look how they use the Lucha Bros. Lucha Bros is easily top five uh, tag team uh, out right now, and they're not even portrayed like that on AEW. Yeah. You know, uh, if you think of top tag teams, you, you're probably thinking Lucha Bros. You're probably thinking uh, New Day, Usos. And if you go in the indies, I'm trying to think right now. What big time tag team? Yeah, the NWA got the wild cards. Yeah, and then you have, uh, but they're not big. I don't think they're top five for anyone. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So, but going back to with the Lucha Bros, I mean, even then, I mean, they're not used as. As big as they should be. I mean, the fans think they're big as hell because 
they they're in the top matches on AEW, but they they're not, they're losing all the time. They haven't even got the titles right now. They put AEW put the titles on two random people that essentially they're gonna drop the titles soon, probably you know after uh, after uh, uh, some type of uh, turn that's gonna happen in the future. But essentially, it's like why you know what I mean. I mean, they're doing all the stuff that, uh, uh, all the, the mistakes that WCW made. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, they put on awesome tag team matches, and tag team is actually, um, respected in AEW, but they, they're putting it on the wrong people. Yeah. You know? Lucha Bros should have been, I mean, like, they put it on SCU, right? But... SCU wasn't the bit the the biggest baddest uh, um, tag tag team at that point. You know what I mean? It was the other two. It was uh, it was the Lucha Bros and the um, the other brothers. The Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks, the Young Bucks. I was gonna uh. I was gonna say the Super Kick Party. <laughs> <laughs> so and then the Super Kick Party most likely didn't want to have the title because then they didn't they didn't want. Uh, the backlash that it would be like, you know, oh, well, now they have the titles because they're the VPs, you know what I mean? EVPs. Then give it to the Lucha Bros then. I know, I know if we had our partner in crime right now, he would probably be like, oh, the Lucha Bros, the Lucha Bros. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, it's, it's weird how NWA has uh, like five titles already and AEW <laughs> still uh, only has the the two titles. Yeah. They should at least have the title. Yeah, they definitely do. And, you know, and that's where they're they're lacking at, you know, in certain things. And especially recently, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've bashed uh, WWE, re, uh, you know, in the for forever. But to be honest with you, I've been very impressed with how they're telling stories the last, uh, within the last month. You know, hey, this is in, uh, in uh, Houston. Yeah, it's in Houston. Another oh, another big pay per view that you missing out on. Yeah, because you, I was like looking at Toyota Center. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, you 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 missed like I don't know how many pay per view. Ugh. This would have been an expensive uh, month for you if you would have went to all these things. I don't think I'll, I'll be. Uh, well, I'll have a house anymore. <laughs> Well, why, why do that when I get uh, pay, watch JB? Uh, watch out JB for twenty five dollars. Nah, come on, bro, come on. You you just need a partner in crime over there. We need a we need to put up a wrestling hooligan ad, the so that you could have a wrestling buddy that you could go with, bro. You know, see, like uh, I don't, like uh, to see uh, live uh, around there. It's kind of annoying with the cage and all that. Yeah, and it's small though. That's the thing. It's small and it's a bigger crowd. I mean, half the time you'll probably be looking up on uh, on the big screen anyway. Yeah. So basically what I'll be seeing on the big screen is what I'm seeing right now on TV. Yep, essentially. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, going back to what WWE's been doing, I mean, you know, a lot of people bash SmackDown and obviously, yes, they're... they're there's a, in, in part, there's a lot of matches that they constantly play over with the whole Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns 
you know, tidbit. I mean, they've been fighting each other for like, I don't know how long it's been. And it's still going to continue because they're already on a Super Showdown in a steel cage match. But, and they're still keeping that shit going on. But they tell stories. I mean, they use, uh, they started doing vignettes. Like this week, it was the dirt sheet, which was awesome. I enjoyed that so much. Yes, it was a little, it was a little corny, you know, but at the same time, I was into it, bro. I, I really like that 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 segment. What about your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I liked how they uh, tied it into that uh, movie. Uh, it was a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. They, that's why they, they did it like uh, the beginning, just like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Brad Pitt. Yeah. I mean, if you saw that movie, you would get the whole uh, trailer. Made yeah. that whole vignette right there. Yeah, I saw. I saw the movie. It was, I mean, I think the movie was good, but I I was expecting a little bit more. Like, what are your thoughts on that movie? Pretty much, uh, it's a movie that. Uh, uh, I mean, it's a fantasy movie. Basically, if this guy lived uh, during that uh, period, at that, at that, that per- time, yeah, on that day, those murders would have never happened. But I, I just feel that it was li- it was a lot of dragging into it. I mean, it... Uh, Quentin Tarantino movies are usually like that, though. Yeah. Well, like it's all this um, uh, dialogue and all this other shit, and then it means something at the end, but it's just you gotta sit through it. Yeah, I mean, I just felt that I was sitting through it for a long period of time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah but like yeah that's what i'm saying so it was like it had its certain segments i mean you had the segments when he was on the essentially on the um on the set with uh who was it uh the hector skelter uh ranch that was interesting i was getting i was like oh is something gonna happen and then yeah. nothing happened until the end yeah you know i mean <laughs> Yeah, and then I remember uh, when he uh, fought Bruce Lee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but going back to WWE with that, I mean, they did a good whole thing with the dirt sheet with that. Um, then you had the whole, I don't I don't care what anyone says, I'm really into this whole Mandy Rose and our boy from Heavy Machinery. Yeah. Oh, Otis. This. I am loving it, bro. I am, yeah. I am so... I am so. Hey, every podcast I listen to, even busted open, that's all the, that's their favorite. Everybody's favorite segment. They watch SmackDown for Otis and Randy Moore. Yeah, I, mean, I, I am so into it, and I think they should go full, full force into it, bro. They yeah. they should, uh, you know, they should uh, freaking uh, go on a date, have them following them. They should uh, essentially have a, a a romance going on. I mean, there's there's already rumors out there. Do you want to hear the rumors that they have? What's that? They got them. They got them getting married at WrestleMania, bro. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Another marriage, but this time on SmackDown. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna have another uh, um, lesbian interruption. Uh, I hope not. I would love, though, if, if you were to do that, right? Just go full-blown into it, bro. Do it like, uh, I mean, yeah, we know they're not going to be married, right? 
but at the same time, go full blown like Randy Savage slash Queen Elizabeth with them, bro, all over again. You know what I mean? And then give them their own show. I'd rather see them than the Miz and the Misses, bro. Yeah. You you put me with Otis over there, freaking uh, working out and drinking beers, you and probably going all redneck like how he probably is. I'll be all yeah. into that, bro. Yeah. And then have a mumbling, have a mumbling over there going like, I'll be all over it. Oh yeah, I don't know his name right now. Otis and Tucker. Oh, Tucker. Yeah, t- oh, Tucker. <laughs> Tucker. <laughs> no, Tucky, Tucky. Tucky. Hold on, I had to get another beer. Beer break. <laughs> Let me see what I'm. I'm drinking on a uh, another wicked barley beer. It's called uh, Left Leg. Lager. Oh, shit. Huh? That girl started bleeding. You watching the fight, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm watching it. Yeah, she got kicked in the head. I think that's a kick to the head. Yeah, probably her nail or something. The girl's nail. Well, you know, if you hit some, if you hit someone on the right part of that that eye, you know, and if they could easily cut, you know what I mean? It for it coming down at a certain angle. Yeah, that's a nice little bruise. That's a nice little cut right there. Yeah. Hopefully that doesn't get into her eyes. They're going to they're going to they they might stop this. Oh no, that's an elbow. That was the elbow. That was the elbow shot. I saw the Yeah, I saw the kick earlier, so that's what I thought it was. Oh, That when me and Sean, Sean you watched the Super Bowl uh, uh, at his house last week, we noticed that JMB was uh, at the, like 20 seconds ahead of uh Yes. Uh, and they're like, what the hell? Let's go watch it upstairs. <laughs> that was weird because I remember you texting me that at that point and you guys were already like in halftime and I was like, huh? I was like, what the hell? What the hell? Jane B's finally on it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's, it's normally the, the, the opposite with me with uh, JMB. They're usually behind. Yeah, they, they, they said that one fuck up, the, that was good. Uh, they ruined your New Year's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yes. So, yeah, it shows. Um, yeah, everyone else in. Uh, and podcast land doesn't know about that, so yeah, I have a, a IPTV service, and uh, I, I used it for uh, New Year's Eve, and uh, you know, it came down to like five minutes left, and I was like, all right, let me put on the television because I was over there chilling with a couple of friends, and we were brews, and we were playing Cards Against Humanity and all that, and then five minutes left, I'm like, all right, let me let's go see the ball drop, so I put on uh, J and B. And we're over there on the Rock, uh, Fox 5. What was it? Fox 5, right? They had the Rockin', uh, no, no, that's NBC, I think, right? Rockin', uh, Dick Clark's Rockin', uh, 
New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those two, anyway. So, <laughs> so I put it on, uh, and a countdown happens, and we're like, oh, snap. And it's coming down to 30 seconds, and then all of a sudden it, uh, it clicks off. <laughs> it's, I see the circle of death happen. <laughs> so then I exit out, and I go back in, and then boom, it's like 10 seconds left. And I'm like, oh, here we go, here we go. And then, then I see the blue circle of death again. <laughs> So then I reset it back, and then it goes back to 30 seconds. <laughs> then I reset it back again, it goes back to 10 seconds. So then, obviously, uh, we were already a minute into the new year and uh, totally missed the ball drop. So we celebrated anyway and had a good time, but that's another reason why I had to switch uh, and add uh, YouTube TV to it. And not use the IPTV for live television because uh, obviously uh, I had a bad experience watching it live. But just like what you said, you texted me during the the Super Bowl and they were ahead twenty seconds. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. So we got to see AJ Lo and uh, Shakira before you. Yes, yes, she did. Which you know they put on a good show. Yeah, I thought it was one of the best I've seen. Yeah, but then you had you had the the weird moms come out and say, "Oh my goodness, what kind of uh, uh, thing are they trying to explain with the whole pole dancing and the, the shaking of the hips?" And I was just like, "Man, whatever." I mean, that's some. Uh, that, you know, I didn't hear anyone complain when uh, you seen the memes. No, no one, no one complained when uh, your boy came out there with uh, no shirt on. Uh, uh, what's his face of? Uh, that what's that rock uh that rock group? Maroon Five. Yeah. yeah, Maroon Five when he was out there and he had his all tats on there. No one was complaining with that, you know. I mean, uh, like if you put these two uh, um, uh, stars on, like that's what they do. I mean, it's not like they they did it special for the Super Bowl. That that all their videos are like that. All their uh, well, like all their shows are like that, so I don't understand. Should they still do something else for the Super Bowl? Like not do what they're hired to do? I don't know. It was weird, bro. But you know, enough talking about that because that, that that's just is obnoxious. But um, going back to um, going back to that, the rumors out there, bro, that they they they're talking about having these two uh, get married at uh, WrestleMania, and I'm all for it, bro. Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm I, I love me some uh, Otis and Mandy. You know, I, I'm gonna be looking next week, hard body, looking at uh at the date on uh, Valentine's Day. You know, looking forward to that. So you're gonna you're gonna uh, you and Jen are gonna have a uh, like a dinner, and then you're gonna stand up and knock the table over like Otis did. <laughs> nah, I'm probably <laughs> no, nah, no. Nah. I'm probably gonna. Actually, next weekend I'm going to uh, Charleston, so I'll probably watch it at Charleston when uh, what's on what's more call it. We're probably gonna have Valentine's Day though. The um, we don't like going out on Valentine's Day because everybody and their moms are out. You know what I mean? So uh, we can't go to We uh, usually just buy you know eat it, yeah. like uh, buy it from there and then pick it up and bring it back. Yeah, I, I, you know. We don't feel like spending like an hour waiting for uh, or an hour or 
are more waiting for a table or what's important. If you do make a reservation, they put you in the worst chairs and the worst table as possible unless you have something else, you know, but, you know, just our luck that we just, we, we did that a few years back. We were just like, you know what? No more Valentine's. We'll go the, the weekend after or we'll do uh, the day after, you know what I mean? Yeah, this this year Valentine's Day is on a Friday, I think. Yeah, but this Friday we, we're, I'm probably gonna be. Oh no, I'm not gonna probably. I'm gonna be in uh, Charleston on Saturday, so. Mm. Yeah, so I'll be able to. So I'll be able to. Actually, no, that's Saturday. So I'll be able. To, yeah, I'm gonna be sitting down watching Otis and Mandy at Valentine's Day on my Valentine's Day, bro. <laughs> like, uh, no podcast next week, though. <laughs> no, I mean. No, probably not. I mean, unless something major happens. I mean, like, you know, a lot of the, the big things happen, and that's why we put on a podcast is because you also have, uh, yeah, we're talking about Mandy Rose and all that, but let's talk about the big uh, match that's going on at Super Showdown. You had, all, out of nowhere, out of nowhere this uh, Monday, you get a little promo saying that Brock Lesnar, oh, not Brock Lesnar, uh, Bill Goldberg mm-hmm. uh, was going to be on SmackDown, and I'm just over there, I'm like, what? Bill Goldberg. <laughs> but then but then uh later on we find out that Bill Bear, Bill Goldberg he wants to uh go against the fiend. And yeah, because I, for a second I was like, oh man, they're gonna have a rematch with him and Dolph Ziggler or some kind of stupid shit like that. And I'm like, oh what is this? And then and then they surprised us with the fiend. So and that, and how good was that? I mean, I don't care what anyone says. I watch, I watch uh, SmackDown also for the for the Fiend. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I watch every week for his snippets. You know, there's people that get that get annoyed with it, but I love it. I'm still in awe with like what he does. And he he literally broke into the Brock Lesnar uh, interview and was like breaking news, breaking news, and it was kind of like confusing because like. They had a little ticker at the bottom. I don't know if you saw it, right? And I'm over there trying to read that. But then at the same time, it was just like, it was just so nice to see uh, Bray on uh, doing a little segment over there, you know? And it, it, it was awesome. I mean, like, you know, Bill Goldberg, I mean, he gave a very good excuse why he chose The Fiend because he never really got a, a, a rematch for the Universal title. And I loved it. I mean, they, you know, obviously it sucks that it's going to be at Super Showdown on, on a Thursday or a Friday at 2, 2 p.m. But, you know, I mean, like, I don't really watch a lot of the shows live, so... <laughs> <laughs> so it could be on two or one, and I don't care. I mean, I watch it when I get home, you know. As long as I I, I cut off my uh, my uh, my Bleacher Report notifications, and uh, also not go on to Wrestling Hooligans Facebook page, or <laughs> not listen to any of your guys' text <laughs> messages that are going on, because you're probably. Be- if I, hopefully I have a job by then, but if everybody's working, you always see my texts. You better not text me, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna cut off my phone. I ain't trying to get no spoilers because like, nah, you know I I've been get I'm annoyed with the Saudi Arabia um pay per views. I mean, obviously I wasn't looking to forward to for them to put on awesome matches right after the Royal Rumble. You know, I mean. In history, it was always, okay, you have the Royal Rumble, right? And then, boom, 
what you looked forward to was WrestleMania then. You didn't look forward to uh, any of the other pay-per-views in between, you know? Yeah. Now, in recent history, you had to, right? You had to because they had they put the elimination chamber in between there. So now you had a twist normally, you know? Because normally yeah. if they didn't, you know, for one of the titles, they had... Uh, they had the, whoever won the Royal Rumble, he had his uh, guaranteed spot in Royal Rumble. But then you had the other title, and then, you know, normally you would see everything over there. So that's what I looked forward to, you know? But now they're adding the freaking Super Showdown, and they're putting awesome matches on there. I'm p- kind of pissed because I'm like, man, uh, you could have took that away, put put them on WrestleMania for that big type of match, you know what I mean? So, I mean, uh, well, well, I was hearing that they're going to try to do the Sting and Undertaker at Super Showdown, but I, they might have to sort of save it for WrestleMania now. So I rather they might change. Yeah. I, to be honest with you, I would rather them to wait until after Super Showdown to for them to already start putting uh, the works for it. Obviously, uh, I don't want them to do it after the Elimination Chamber and then the four weeks. That's when they rush into to making a story. You know. Yeah. Because that's kind of like how it was with uh, Sting's first return. It was just too fast, you know? Yeah. You know, the way that they, they did it, I felt, you know? And it was just like, okay, boom, he's going to be in a match at uh, at uh, whatever. Um, at, uh, at WrestleMania versus Triple H, you know what I mean? So, but I'm um, hoping that after Super Showdown, that's when they start trying to... So, you know, maybe one of them returns. It'll probably be uh, uh, the Undertaker, you know, or one of them. We have to see uh, where the lo- where yeah, the Undertaker will come out uh, as we show down and not wrestle, but uh, you know, call out uh, Sting, set up the feud. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I want them to do. I want them to build it. You know, don't rush this process. You know, obviously, it's been 10 years later than what it should have been, you know. But at the same time, uh, you know, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. Well, of course, it'll probably be, uh, this time, it'll both be both their last matches. Yeah, it, sh- it should be. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know because you got these super showdowns, you know. And yeah, that's and that's the, and that's the the wild card right there because they're gonna they they use these big names for those uh uh those uh super showdowns and these uh Saudi Arabia events you know what I mean yeah. so I really can't say it's gonna be one of their last matches I know I know uh, Sting has already said that that's the only match that he wants to wrestle right yeah that's essentially that- that's essentially what he wants he wants the Undertaker match. I don't know why you want the Undertaker match right now because you already know that you're gonna you're gonna fall to the Undertaker. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he's what? already lost the first two matches he's uh, wrestled in WWE. Yeah, why come back to to lose? You know what I mean? I, I don't get that. Yeah, well, I think he is more about being in the ring with him. Yeah. Which but, is, uh, which is hard. Yeah, you know. But, uh, you know, those uh, uh, show, Super Showdown, like, Saudi Arabia paydays for guys like that is, like, uh, uh, one million or two million in one shot. So, yeah, that's pretty much why they do it. Uh, pretty much Brock probably get, like, three million at uh, one time. Yeah. 
Brock and that we'll probably see a, a CM Punk at a <laughs> at a super showdown, bro. Yeah, you never know. You never. I mean, I'm not saying anytime soon, but it'll probably be later in the future. I mean, you know, if he if he decides to come back, which you know, I that's in a question of its own. You know what I mean? You could say it's not about the money on like, but if it's about three million dollars in one shot, yeah, it's about. I think that y'all coming back for that because so some of these guys don't want to, you know, three million dollars in three years or in a, in a few years, that sounds like it's a long time, so they don't want to do it. But one shot, one night, wrestling for fifteen minutes or ten minutes—that's that's that uh that are uh, hard to do. Exactly. I know uh, Undertaker's probably got a couple, few more matches in them. Yeah, but like just sign me up for the Super Showdowns. I'm done with WrestleManias. <laughs> Did you just really say that? You said sign you up for the Super Showdown. <laughs> That's what Undertaker's gonna tell Vince. Sign me up for the Super Showdowns, and I'm done with the WrestleManias. I mean that you know to be honest with you, it wouldn't be that bad. But they have the super show, they they have those super showdowns like three times a year though you know, so. And it's twice a year for ten years. It's twice. Don't wait, wait. Yeah. They, so they they're not gonna have the super showdown uh, after a Saudi Arabia event after WrestleMania like they did last year. Yeah, this one will be the first one this year, twenty twenty. Yeah, but they the had second. one. They had one last year uh, around. June. Uh, no, they had the one in June. Uh, they had one yeah. in June, and then they had one in uh, October. Yeah, that's two. Yeah, but they're already starting right now, and, and it's March. Yeah, so... I know, Actually, no, it's I, February. Yeah, so they, 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 there's no fixed months that they're going to have it. It's just twice a year. Yeah. I, Probably uh, according to uh, you know their calendar in Saudi Arabia, mm. they could do it. They gotta go by when the, that place is available. Ah, uh, okay. I don't know what other sports they do over there, but it's probably according to the availability of that spot. Gotcha. Whatever they use that building for, I don't know. I gotcha. All right. I mean, I I definitely could see Undertaker doing that. You know what I mean? Obviously, uh, just go fight over there. You know, hopefully, uh, he uh, he goes there a little bit earlier and gets uh, adjusted to uh, the climate, so that he doesn't uh, put on another garbage match that he did with uh, Goldberg. Well, I mean, it was more Goldberg than Undertaker. No, that's true. <clears throat> but you know, he also had some uh, some mess ups there too. It wasn't just all on Goldberg. Goldberg, yes, he shot his shot early. And supposedly he said he got knocked out, but you know they're yeah. you know Undertaker couldn't carry him too, you know. What I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know I mean, but you're right though. That all that also entails um, Goldberg having to to move a little bit easier. So we'll see, bro. Yeah, I mean at least uh, Goldberg with a young guy, at least uh, Bray could probably carry him. Yeah. But yeah, get into that match, man. Are you are you uh, excited for that at Super Showdown, bro? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, see, uh, like basically, it's more. I don't. I don't see. I mean, 
Goldberg might pull it off, and then, then they just take it off him the following week somehow. But you know, there's always an if. And there's all there's always mania. I mean, he could hold it for another uh, um, uh, un- until mania to lose it. You know, or so. You, do you think they're done with Daniel Bryan and uh, the the scene? Yeah, I think so. Well, uh, I thought eventually Daniel Bryan's gonna come back and win it for me, or, or man, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess Roman probably win it for me. Because I don't see Roman after the after this fucking uh wait him and uh um what's his name what the hell's the guy's name the king oh king to, uh, uh, Baron, uh, Baron Baron Corbin, Corbin yeah are they supposed to fight Super Showdown uh, that steel cage fight they were talking about yeah that's Roman and Bar- uh, Baron Corbin in a steel cage match the Super Showdown uh huh okay so. That's gonna be the law for that, and then Roman needs to move on to something else. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so yeah, I thought it might be the him and the fiend, but who knows? I mean, I think that's where it's probably gonna it's gonna happen, you know. But it all depends. I mean, do they want uh, Roman to win the title at uh, WrestleMania, and then you know it's different. It's different, bro, because you know how the wrestling crowds are at WrestleMania, bro. They're 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 not they're not your typical fans, you know. But then again, Roman's been is is different now. I mean, he he definitely doesn't get the booze like uh, he normally does. I mean, even in the Royal Rumble, you didn't see any booze on him. Yeah, you know. So, but you know, since uh, the last like last six or seven years, he's been the last one in there. And he's only won once. He's always uh, the runner-up in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And he always gets thrown out by the winner. So after that one, he won and he got booed. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I mean, obviously we think that, uh, for me, I think the Super Showdown is good because Bray gets to, uh, the Fiend gets to put another legend on the wall. And I love looking at the walls in the, in the back. You know, in the background, you see uh, how he X's out the eyes. So then you'll probably have Goldberg there. So I'm looking forward to that. And the way that they've been uh, pushing the Fiend lately, he gets up for anything. So he, imagine the Fiend. He's going to get up from the spear. He's going to get up from the <laughs> the jackhammer. <laughs> you know, so it, it's yeah, good. Yeah, I, I think as soon as uh, him uh, getting in there, he's going to hit the head with the jackhammer. And then the Fiend's going to kick out. Yeah, exactly. Match for Goldberg. It's probably like less than ten minutes. Yeah, definitely less than ten minutes. Goldberg's matches. Goldberg's. Um, it's just like Brock Lesnar. They don't put on long matches. We all know that. Yeah, I mean, especially old man Goldberg. Mm. Well, he needs. He needs to go to Saudi Arabia a little bit earlier. He needs to make sure that he doesn't do anything uh, stupid like. Uh, Banging his head on the freaking door, you know. Yeah. Don't do that. I mean, hit the door. Don't don't actually hit your head on the door. Don't put a pillow on the door, man. <laughs> and muff out the sound. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. I mean, hopefully uh, that plays out. That and then 
Obviously, the Super Showdown is going to have some other stuff over there. I mean, I've heard that what they're what they're thinking about doing is uh, potentially maybe um, having Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman, or they might wait that might wait for that for uh, WrestleMania. Mm. You know, rematch. Yeah, but uh, you know, obviously he came out there with the title, which was nice. But then again. Uh, We'll see what we have in store. I mean, he'll probably have a match at uh, Super Showdown as well. And I wonder if they're going to do another Battle Royal and try to push someone out of, uh, for that as well, you know? Well, better be the, the fucking monster. Uh, <laughs> he's going to win another one. <laughs> 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 hey, he's getting better and better. I haven't seen him on uh, on NXT for a while. I don't know. I wonder... I know. So how are you saying that he's getting better and better? Well, because we, me and uh, Shadja, we saw him in NXT at uh, St. Augustine. Oh. Yeah. But apparently he won the 40-man. Uh, was, was it 40-man or 20-man? What was it? Uh, it was the world's greatest Royal Rumble. And I think that was that was the forty or fifty people. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so he'll probably do his uh he'll probably have a match at uh over there. He'll probably have a match over there. That that'll be exciting. Yeah. Ah Apollo Cruz this time, bro. It'll be Apollo Cruz. Well, it has to be somebody bigger than him, so it looks like it's a challenge. <laughs> Apollo Crews is still bigger than him, bro. Nah, nah, I mean, I'm talking about height wise. Oh, height wise. So. But they should just let Big Show come out. Just uh, let him be Big Show. Oh, my goodness. I think that that would give more credibility than him doing a Royal Rumble. That is crazy. That is crazy. But good payday. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, the paydays, the paydays, these super showdowns. But you know, we got. I mean, super showdowns. They're gonna have some good matches. I mean, you have uh, right now scheduled um, New Day and the Miz and Morrison. You have. Uh, Roman, Baron Corbin, a steel cage match. You have who else? Um, oh, Bray and, and uh, the Bray and the Fiend. Bray, the Bray, uh, sorry, Fiend and Bill Goldberg. That's a good, another third match. And then Braun's probably going to be in it somewhere. Isn't Braun and Shinsuke? Oh, no, that's next week, right? Yeah. So... Uh, Brock and Ricochet. Oh, yes, Brock and Ricochet. Yes. Oh, and we didn't talk about this. Bailey, Bailey's uh, opponent. Carmella. Yes, Carmella. Carmella with the incredible win. I mean, I think everybody in the building thought that uh, Naomi was going to win it. Yeah. Even me, they they got me with that. I was just like, wow. Well, I mean, 
she's the former women's champion, so uh, she's you know higher, more of a chance of her winning it than uh, the other two. Yeah, but they just haven't used her her properly in the last couple of months. So it's kind of like you know she they were pushing her big time and then then she lost the title and then you know she had the whole thing with uh with uh truth which was big and popping but then after that it was just different you know the only thing different yeah. when you look at it she she's held the title um, and uh, Nikki Nikki Cross has it and then um, uh, I don't remember the other girl's name the muscular girl the blonde girl. So, Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. You, you, definitely, you know, definitely she wasn't going to win. So. <laughs> exactly. So, we have that other match over there already set. So, it, it's definitely going to be interesting. I mean, oh, and we also have uh, Bailey, uh, not Bailey, Oscar versus. Uh, Oscar versus the man, Becky Lynch. Is that a super showdown? I think so. Well, they didn't they didn't say super showdown, but they said uh, yeah, I think they said super showdown. That 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 was on Monday when Oscar she challenged her for another match and uh it's probably going to be a super showdown. Yeah. So, we got a good card for super showdown. It, it's probably going to you're going to have to watch it, bro. And the crazy and the crazy part is right after that, boom. Then we have uh we have to talk about elimination chamber, right? Mm-hmm. So next couple months is going to be good. It's going to definitely it's going to be interesting to see some more surprises because obviously you have this big. So uh, I don't think that the women's matches are confirmed for because you know Saudi Arabia. No. Oh. Because I'm oh. At the com- no. There's a new day. Versus Miz and Morrison, Brock Lesnar, Ricochet, Roman Reigns, and King Corbin, and Bray Wyatt, and those are only four confirmed. Mm, you're right. I just totally forgot about that. You're right. You're right. They only had one women's match in Saudi Arabia. We can't put two more on there, right? No. <laughs> They made history once. They can't. They can't make history again, huh? I wasn't even Saudi Arabia. That was Abu Dhabi. That was a different country. Oh, you're right. Saudi Arabia. They even. I think Lana came out with uh, Lashley one time, and then he, she had to go back in. <laughs> she was wearing pants. <laughs> she. Did, that's what you said. Oh, she was wearing uh, the pants suit, the suit pants or whatever. She was just like a lawyer. <laughs> Law and Order, uh, Lana. Yes, it's a uh, let's see, fifth show in Saudi Arabia, part of their ten-year partnership. Ten. So uh, uh, yeah, until twenty twenty-eight, they got two shows a year. Damn. So twenty shows, basically. That's crazy. Is Undertaker going to be out of everyone? <laughs> well, Terry Frontfield wrestled till he's 70. Well, I can't unkill him. <laughs> All right. 
All right, so we got some good. I mean, anything else you want to add? You. AEW, uh, I mean, uh, did you watch uh, the? Obviously, it was big this week. You had uh, the lashings. Mm-hmm. You know, um, obviously, it was nice. I mean, I definitely liked the the part where they had uh, other superstars looking at the looking at the whole event. You know, it, it was it had. I, I was gonna say it. It had a different feel to it. You know, and I didn't want to say what I wanted to say, but. It had like uh, uh, it was awesome to see the other wrestlers see uh their reactions to it. Yeah, you know. I mean, uh, I mean, definitely it was captivating TV. I mean, you couldn't look away. Yeah, and they won again this week in the uh, in the war, uh, Wednesday's wars. You know, and they've been steadily winning. I mean, obviously, uh. It's, it's kind of hard for, for uh, NW, uh, NWA, for uh, NXT. I mean, NXT, they put on some awesome shows, though, man. I mean, it it is kind of mind-boggling, but, you know, at the same time, you know, AEW, they, they're, they're getting ramped for um, their pay-per-view that's about to happen next month. So, and then you had the whole situation. I think... Uh, a lot of it has been the whole situation with um, MJF and uh, and Cody Rhodes. I mean, everyone's looking at that. And then you have the John Moxley incident, you know, with him uh, poking out uh, what's-his-name's uh, eye and then causing injury to that. I liked um, his promo ability, man. I mean, they should let him uh, get the mic more. He's really good. Uh, Ortiz, right? Ortiz. Yeah, Ortiz. Yeah, man, he's uh, good on the mic, firing the mic. Yeah, he definitely is. And, you know, the other boys, too, uh, in NWA. Uh, oh, yeah. Eddie Kingston. Yes. Eddie Kingston. Like, you know, when I look at Eddie Kingston, I'm like, yo, if Eddie Kingston could make it, I could make it, too, you know? <laughs> but. Eddie Kingston from Yonkers right there. Yep. But Eddie Kingston, though. On the mic, I'm sorry. Every week that's gone by, me hearing him on the mic, I love it, bro. Yeah. It seems like they didn't give him the chance in TNA. He was in TNA for a little while. They give, he had, he had so, he worked so good on it. It's so passionate. He goes totally off the, uh, off the dome, you know what I mean? Because he, you could definitely tell that he doesn't plan this ahead of time. And, (laughs) and he said, this past week, no, I'm talking about previously promos before that. Oh man, this past week you should, you gotta hear him, man. Yeah. Because uh, he he goes off on uh, the Pope. Yes, I saw the segment on there, but I didn't want to watch it because I'm not there yet. So I was like, I'm gonna I'll probably watch it uh, after tonight after um after this John Bones Jones match. Yeah, you should uh, yeah, watch it. Yeah. Because. Uh, yeah, that was a good show. But now it seems like today uh, it was a uh, Ring of Honor. Uh, uh, I think um, Nick Aldis is supposed to team up with Roosh against uh, Villain Incorporated Enterprises. Nice. That was on the pay per view t- uh, tonight, correct? Yeah, today's pay per view. I'm going to have to look at that because obviously 
when you mentioned it, I tried to look at it on J and B and it wasn't there, so I'm gonna have to check it up on the the catch up. I haven't seen it yet, but I have Ringer on it. But I have Ringer Honor on my um, YouTube. No, well, no, I, I get it. I mean, you have to show me this, but I've never seen it. Check you. I'm gonna have to check it out. See, um, after this match, I'll probably look to see if it's there. First round. I don't know the the guy that he's fighting. He has good reach too. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, I'm gonna call it wraps right now. Um, let's see. Uh, we'll probably do another podcast in a couple uh, couple weeks, and yeah, maybe. We're going to have to do a podcast before that and do a break down the card because by then we'll probably have the full card. That's awesome, and then we'll probably do one uh, right after the showdown. Maybe do it that Friday, talk about the results of the, the showdown and see where we're going from there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And see what they do for uh, Friday Night SmackDown. If you're going to have a lot of people on Thursday there, you know, obviously they're not going to be able to get the Friday Night SmackDown, so they probably won't have that many uh, SmackDown superstars on uh, the Super Showdown then. <laughs> Hopefully there's not another fiasco like that. Oh, they got the NXT backup. Yeah. Oh, oh, I don't think they're going to do that this time again. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, it's, it's been awesome doing another podcast. Uh, uh, thanks for everyone for listening. Thanks for uh, still uh, subscribing to the podcast. And uh, make sure that uh, you guys join the, the Facebook group. And uh, you can catch us on Instagram, too, at Wrestling Hooligans. Facebook at uh, Wrestling Hooligans. Uh, Twitter, Wrestling Hooligans. And, um, and listen to our podcast on all the platforms. Once again, it's been awesome talking wrestling. Hopefully, uh, next podcast, we'll probably uh, talk a little bit more on uh, AEW also and... Um, and NWA, and hopefully our other partner in crime is here. And, uh, oh, yeah, I just remembered. Vic, you didn't do no advocate uh, news. Uh, oh, come on. We just talked about what's going to happen at Super Showdown. Bro. <laughs> We're not sure what the, what we have is the, the whole card we could advocate. Uh, uh, 
All right, awesome. All right, well, awesome. Thanks for everyone for listening. And uh, I think Michelle McCool is going to win all the matches. <laughs> Michelle McCool. All right, with that being said, uh, I have to end it right there. Uh, I don't need to be talking about any more about that lady. But, um, but yes, um, to the next po- uh, podcast, everyone. Have a good